Sputnik. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Song. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. The Authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Barry Stump. Son of a son of a son of a son of a gun. You thought I was going to say, son of a bitch, didn't you? <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. <laughs> it's time for the Cigar Authority. September 13, 2014, broadcasting from Mickey Blake's in Southerton, Connecticut. This is Connecticut's premier cigar store and smoking lounge. I've been hearing a lot about this place. It opened in 2011, and we are finally here. And joining us, again, is a former Dominican pro basketball player who was Mexican-born and makes cigars in Nicaragua, lives in the United States. This guy must work for NASA or something. He, he actually does. He works for NASA. Omar DeFries from Fratello Cigars joins us, and we'll see uh, what the hottest new brand in the land is all about. It's Fratello Cigars. He'll be joining us. We have news from the asylum, Old Fart Freddy in the Aging Room, and gentlemen, Chuck Morrison will get debonair with us and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to a very special edition of The Cigar Authority. That's right. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week, high atop the worldwide headquarters of Mickey Blake's. Yes, they have, they have one location so far, too. But this okay. would make it the worldwide headquarters, it wouldn't it? It is. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. And uh, you know what? We're actually going to light up here. We're going to They light allow up. it. They want it, and they love it. You well, tune we... in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it. On both. There we go. And Barry Stein has been here before. This is my fourth time here. There it is. Wow. And, but, but our first and a very impressive place, I must tell you. Let's uh, grab a cigar. And uh, what better to grab a cigar than their own blend by who, who makes a cigar? 
La Flor Dominicana. La Flor Dominicana's cigar that they make just for them. It's box press. It's Maduro. It's big. What do we know about this, Barry? Actually, very little. Very little. <laughs> so we'll, we'll bring the guys on from from uh, Mickey Blake's and Lou Rodriguez is here in front of us, and he'll tell us about it when we when uh, he does come on. But right now, it's time to cut our cigars. The official cutting of the cigar is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Our friends at Perdomo, and we'll use that to cut the La Flor Dominicana, Box Press Maduro, whatever it is, Mickey Blake Special Cigar. And we'll find out more about that when they bring us on. I actually have the 411 on this now. If you That if, quick? That quick. You're fast when it He's comes got to Google. I got fast fingers. Okay. So it's a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper over Dominican binder and filler. Perfect. Connecticut? Why should we not smoke Connecticut Broadleaf? We and should smoke Connecticut Broadleaf. Measures at 6 by 54. Nice. There we Boy, go. it seems thicker than it that. It definitely feels bigger than that. That's what she said. Yes. Whoa. Yes. Well, I get no bell? All right, All we're right, gonna you thank go. you. We're gonna light with the Vortex Triple Jet Big Ass Pocket Lighter or Little Ass Table Lighter, whichever way you yeah, want to play it. It's a tweener. It. It's between the two sizes. And it's fourteen ninety nine, which is the most unbelievable thing. This is the kind of lighter you fill it up once at the beginning of the year, you throw it in your golf bag and Maybe you, it maybe if you're smoking, but I'm you not never you <laughs> never fill it again. The tank lasts forever. My God. Well, this is a, this has got to be bigger than a 54. I know it's box press, but it feels bigger. It's a nice oily sheen. Uh, do you know anything about the blend here besides um, that is a um, broadleaf? Well, if you look at the foot of the cigar, it is definitely a dark swirl of Lajero tobacco. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about that. Right, because it's going to have a little punch, isn't it? Kind of yeah. looks a little bit like a marble rye. From what they say here, um, that Mickey Blake's is uh, their, their consumers are into full of body cigars. <coughs> That's what I hear anyway. We've been here for about an hour or so, and uh, what a place. Yeah. i got to tell you, Mickey Blake's, Southern Connecticut, 4,600-square-foot cigar shop and lounge, located at 50 Spring Street in Southern Connecticut. It took us uh, from Salem, New Hampshire, maybe three hours or so. Well, you, are you counting the detour? Well, we took a slight detour slight? off here. For the number one pizza in the country, according to whoever that was that said it, they did the top 101 pizza places in the country, and one of them was on the way. It was a little off the way, but it was yeah. on the way. It was 40 minutes past. <laughs> it, was, it was close enough. And just for the record, folks, David Garofalo and Barry Stein started <laughs> talking about it when we left. And they didn't stop planning oh what God. they were going to eat until we got there. And we're talking about what we're going to have absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and we devoured three pies while we were there. Let's, yeah. <laughs> we went for three because we had to try the white clam. We had to try the their uh, cheese, which was, what do they call it? The um, regular? No. Uh, the original. The original. And yeah. then the margarita. And then a margarita one just to uh, cap it off. We go that across the street. We go for a couple of cannolis. A little espresso. Cappuccino. And here we are. We're all fat and happy, except you. <laughs> except you. I'm down about five pounds since that meal. Really? Yeah, that's, that's how it works. Mickey Blake's is Connecticut's largest cigar shop and smoking lounge. And from what I understand and hear from everyone, it is the best, hands down. And I'm here to prove it. Yeah. I'm here. I see it. It's pretty awesome. We're in a little, the little poker area. This is a poker table that we're on. They, yeah. they cover it up. TV's all over the place. Um, 
couches and chairs and sectionals all around, all throughout, throughout the whole thing, and a, and a nice humidor with a great selection of cigars. Let's uh, not forget about the giant golf simulators where you get to use real balls. Yeah, you golf, and you, you choose Pebble Beach. I think I'll play at Pebble yeah. Beach, and it really happens there. And it, it, it's still nice weather around here, so people are really golfing for real. As soon as it cools down, I guess it really starts hopping up here with, nice. with golfers. Uh, Mickey Blake's opened his doors in 2011 as a full-service tobacconist. Uh, as I say, nice selection, comfortable and spacious, very spacious lounge. Actually, the lounge is the bulk of the store. Mm. You buy your cigars, and you've got plenty of places to go here. Private Members Lounge, which we're in right now. This is the Private Members Lounge with the golf simulators for everyone to use. And what's important, and you don't see this in every cigar store, knowledgeable staff. Yes. Yeah. They know what they're talking about. So this is a place to go around because they can guide you as a consumer. You tell them what you like, what you've had, and they guide you into what the right thing is. And that's what you look for. I can tell from the cleanliness of this, you'll notice how it is. Climate control, temperature, humidity level, it's We perfect. talk about that just about every week, how yeah. important that is. It's very important. Cigar aficionado who really talks about any cigar shop, including mine, ever. Rarely, you mean. Not really, but rarely. Rarely. Yeah, rarely. <laughs> said this, beyond the doors lies a playground for cigar lovers of the leaf. Cigar aficionado, August 2013. They actually talked great about it. They don't do that. They talk great about cigars. Never. They never talk about the retailers. They should. Lear because Jets. the retailers, let me tell you, without them, where are you going to go? So uh, we had to drop by and see what it is. Barry told us how great it was, and I, I was lucky enough to bump into Luis Rodriguez when I was in the Dominican Republic, of all places, at the La Flor Dominicana factory. And I wonder if that's exactly when this happened, because this is the La Flor Dominicana cigar made just for them. We're going to have to have Lou on. We are. We're going to ask him. We're going to have him on in the next segment, for sure. So, uh, yeah, this is their house cigar made by La Flor Dominicana. Not overly powerful yet for me. No, no, very smooth, very sweet, very characteristic of Connecticut broadleaf with that sweetness. A lot of citric notes. There's like an orange rind. A lot of what notes? There's like an orange rind. Very <laughs> citrus. Citrus. You can't say citrus too bad. Can't say citrus. I can't say synonym. Yeah, synonym. You know, it's the Porky Pig School of Speech. What can I say? So uh, last week we were at the CANH, Cigar Association of New Hampshire's Golf Tournament, and here we are again with the golf simulators, which is way better because it's, if it's not too sunny, it's not too warm, the it's wind not conditions cold. are right. The, it's always perfect. If you hit here. a bad shot, you're not going to be in the woods looking for the ball. Yeah. Mickey Blake's, and from what I understand, there is no Mickey Blake. That's get, what I understand as we're well. We're going to get down to that because I'm looking around, and we, and we, and we got Joe and we got Lou, and we got no Mickey. There was Chris Mickey? out there. No Mickey. No Mickeys at all. So I found that to be weird. But anyway, there's, there's uh, four famous Mickeys. Do you know who they are? Oh, you got Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. You got Mickey Rourke. Mi Mickey, Mickey Rooney. Rourke. Uh, Come Mickey. on, Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle. That's the next one I was going to say. That's four. Wow, Mickey Rourke. I didn't think of Mickey Rourke. So now there's five? Mickey Way. Mickey. <laughs> Mickey Way the candy bar? That's Milky Way. <laughs> Mickey Way the candy bar? Will they accept that? They will not accept that. Will they accept you, that? You have the bell. Stop, <laughs> stop ringing the bell. The answer is not correct. <laughs> no? Oh, boy. Then you got Mickey Ward. 
the boxer. Mickey Ward. I don't know that he's a famous Mickey, but he's you know a who Mickey. He is? I know who he is. Mickey, where the candy Let me bar? rifle through some paperwork here. What do you got? You looking for something from, from, to see if he's famous? No. So, uh, Barry, I know we have new cigars hitting the shelf. Um, Padron this week had the Padron the 50th anniversary The party. 50 year from the Family Reserve line dropped. Talk about dropped. Dropped and went out in five minutes for us. Yep. Yeah. If you see that cigar on the shelves in cigar stores, go pick that up because we had a whole five minutes with them. They didn't send us enough. No. Oh, my God. We called and asked for more. We'll see if that ends up happening. Called and asked for more. Uh, the this, this order not, was for this, more. This is not the Nelson Alfonso version. This is the um, this is this the, is family, the regular reserve. family reserve line. Just family reserve fifty. Well, which like actually it actually hit on September eighth, which was the day that Jose Padron opened his first shop in Little Havana, yeah. in Miami. Yeah, that was the day they had the party. Yep. So the fifty uh, the fifty year celebrated his fifty years in the business here in the states. Yep. So if you look at the sixty four anniversary. That was the year, 1964. That's right. where it came from 50 years later. Here we are, 2014. And the Family Reserve is part of the 64 series, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. It's also referred to as the hammer. The hammer. If you look on the band, there's a hammer on the band. So the little hammer? The little hammer. Little okay. hammer. Not to be confused with the big hammer. So which what else? My, which was my nickname. Doesn't it seem a little really? bit backwards? You were known as the big hammer? No, I just no. said that. All right, it's a good one. <laughs> Doesn't it seem a little bit backwards if the Padron 50th which is different than the Family Reserve 50, the Padron 50th, shouldn't that have dropped on September 8th, the 50th anniversary, not come out in December sometime? It just seems backwards to me. Re- well, hold the Family Reserve up, release that later. Why would there be two anyway? I don't think the humidors were ready to ship yet, and that's why that's not going to come out till Do you December. think that they didn't realize that their 50th anniversary was coming? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, 25 years ago? In the, the cigar business, nothing is ever the humidors, on time. The humidors are ready. I happen to know the guy, okay. and it's not that. So now I know the guy that knows the guy. You do. You know the uh, guy. Oh, you have never met the guy. No, I never you met, never the, met guy. the guy. Well, you'll meet him. He'll you'll come meet up. The guy. He'll come up anyway. So what else besides the Padron, that short five-minute window of Padron 50s that hit the shelf, what else came out? That's really it. I mean, oh, that was it for this that week. That was it for this week. <laughs> That's a quick set. There we go. Barry, we, we rely on you for about seven minutes of material during this segment. Well, that so. was two, and I'll have to stretch the you, uh, news to five. Yeah, if you could start uh, making stuff up, that'd be great. Yeah, it was a quiet week in terms of cigars that hit the shelves. Uh, wow. Crown Head started taking orders on the Mason-Dixon line, which I'll drop in a few weeks. Yes, yeah. which is going to be half of it goes to the north, half to the Which will be north. Connecticut Broadleaf in the north, and it will be uh, Ecuadorian in the south. And we have those coming in, and we have a buddy, so I think we can pull off both maybe. Right, great. Why don't you just announce that to everybody? Maybe. Maybe. Um, can't keep a secret at all, can you? Usually it's you yelling everyone, at me. Everyone else is trying to get it done, and I already did. So <laughs> Can I have a bell for that? Here we go. Again, folks, he is in control of his own bell. He is. He is. All right, Barry. I don't know. I gave you this. We, we got a, about a three-hour ride up here. A little heads up on uh, I got nothing. Yeah, I got, one, I got one cigar that released, and that's it. It came out in the natural in a Maduro. Um, I don't know. We could stretch it. Ten count boxes, twenty five dollar MSRP. Oh, really? Yeah, twenty five dollars a cigar. A cigar. cigar. Twenty five fifty in Connecticut with the tax. Right. Oh, they got fifty cent cap. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. It's, yeah. nothing. it's like it doesn't even exist. I don't want any of the legislator to hear I said nothing. I meant it was very high. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Lou started sweating right yeah. there as soon as you said that. <laughs> 
50 cents for every single cigar that's sold. That's more than enough. It's ridiculous. That's what that is. There it is. It's ridiculous. So we've got to make that go away. So, anyway, that brings us to uh, the social media segment right now. The social media segment is brought to you by the cigar that was built on social media, Recluse Cigars. Here are the best tweets of the week. That's right. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. And these are the best tweets I saw all week. Fact. Women only need 3.5 inches to give them the full amount of pleasure. It's called a credit card. (laughs) Waiting to see how long it takes this police sketch artist to realize that I'm describing him. Sometimes I make the other half of the Oreo watch. When I lost my virginity, I thought for sure my life would change, but I drive a Chevy. And the best tweet I saw all week, I'm beating my previous record for the number of consecutive days alive. That's true. Today's social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars Rolled Into Bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. Those are pretty good. Pretty good from our friends at Recluse Cigars. Congratulations going out to the winners uh, from Sunday. We had the uh, Camacho Torch It Up Tour, and that was Wayne Williamson, who gets a one out of 100 chance to win the Holly Davidson. Congratulations to him, and what an event that was. Mr. Jonathan, you mess- missed it. You were at the yeah. wrong store on the wrong day. Or maybe uh, I was on the right store. I'm wrestling championships, drinking, not drinking, but mixing cocktails. I saw the pictures, and you were the taste I tester was the in taster. quotes for the mixed drinks. You looked a little more than half of the Not only did I go through ten pairs of people, I also had to go to a championship after that. So that was it after me. I was wow. sitting down for the rest of the show. But then they did a blind taste test, which was very interesting. They put blindfolds on ten people. And they gave them a Connecticut Shade for five minutes. Then they, you don't know what you're going to get. A Connecticut Shade, a Corojo, and a Triple Maduro. And you have five minutes on each one of them. You don't, they don't ask you which one's yet. And then after, they take all the cigars away. And then you write down what order that you got the cigars in. Of ten people, only one could tell those three cigars. To me, it seemed like so obvious that they would be able to do that. Connecticut Shade, it has a taste. It, it's not going to be Corojo. It's not going to be Triple Maduro. You've got to know those two. Yeah. And everybody could tell that. The problem was Corojo and Maduro. Everybody got it wrong except one person. And he's a friend of the show. Ah, must have been Paul Beasley. It was Paul Beasley. Way to go, Beasley. His palate's very yeah. good. His palate is very good. Because the misconception is people believe that Maduro is strong right. in taste, right. which is wrong because this Maduro right here we're smoking has a sweet taste to it because that's what Maduro, the process, and that make, make, gives it a sweet taste. Where Corojo is heavy, and everybody mixed those two except the person that listens to the show and knows better. And he said, wow, that was easy, and he got it right. He's the only one that got it right. Bam. That's easy for you. It is. MacGyver. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to bring Luis Rodriguez on from Mickey Blake's. He's one of the three partners here at Mickey Blake's. And he's going to tell us a little about this cigar 
and about the place that we're in, Mickey Blake's. And uh, we're just getting started. Later on, the big man joins us, Omar DeFries. And we'll find out from him how the hottest new cigar in the land is doing. It's Fatello Cigars. Later on, we'll get Debonair with Chuck Morrison and some crazy news in the asylum and lots more. Stick around, everybody. We're live from Mickey Blake's, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, guys. This is Omar DeFries, owner of Fatello Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I've worked long and hard to create a Cameroon cigar. We've been saving Cameroon wrappers for seven years to come up with the perfect cigar, the Vintage 2003. This cigar has a Cameroon wrapper from Africa, delivers a sweet taste, medium-bodied, a ton of flavor, yet it's smooth on the palate. If you've never tried the Vintage 2003, please go out and try one, because this Cameroon cigar is going to deliver everything you're seeking. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh, yeah. So smooth. Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up, but oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Top Hawaii Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. 
And we are back. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. We're live at Mickey Blake's in Southerton, Connecticut. This is Connecticut's premier cigar shop and lounge, and what a lounge it is. And joining us, Luis Rodriguez, one of the three owners here. Thanks for having us, Lou. Thank you guys for coming down. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's awesome. So first off, uh, what are we smoking? You are smoking the LFD Mickey Blake's Edición Exclusiva. So long name right there. Very long name. Very long name. That that was doesn't a, uh, fit on the band, obviously. It's no, no, little, it doesn't. It, it's well, too much. Unless we just kept wrapping it around. Sure. <laughs> then it looked like a barber pole. Do the Fratello thing. Right. We'll it, do right? the Fratello thing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I expected very strong, but uh, no, a lot you of know flavor, what? But it's, it's not killing me. It's it's not a really super strong cigar, and that's hard to get Lido to right. Do. right. Uh, do something that's more uh, moderate. Excuse me. Um, that's a, uh, funny story. I, uh, as a matter of fact, it was the day I met you. It was. It was pro cigar. That's awesome. I was, I was actually there, folks. I was there. You were there. Uh, I, I went to meet with Lito to discuss making a cigar for us. And, uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to him right away because he was in a small meeting. So I was sitting with Tony Gomez. So Tony comes out and he says, yeah, so, you know, you want to talk to my dad? Can you give me some ideas as to what, you know, exactly you guys are thinking about? And I said, well, listen, I got this great idea. What I'd like to do is a 60-ring box press chisel, and I want to put a Connecticut Broadleaf uh, wrapper on it. Tony goes, yeah, you're going to have to talk to my dad. <laughs> Short, <laughs> shortly thereafter, the chapter, the chisel, the chapter right? one came out. Oh. So uh, we weren't going to get the chisel. That was for sure. Yeah. But we ended up getting this, and that is a uh, Dominican filler Nicaraguan binder. With a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapped, and it's actually a six and a half by six, by sixty box press. Yes, ah, I knew it was thick. When man. I re- when I reviewed it, uh, like on one of my previous engagements, mm-hmm. the information I actually got from when I bought it. So either I wrote it down wrong, which you isn't entirely wrong. possible. So. Yeah, because 54, I go, no, 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 it's it's actually a 60. 60 box press, which is, hey, I'm not a 60s guy, but you box press it, it's awesome. It's not bad. Yeah. It's a nice soft box press. It makes it more comfortable, a little bit more. uh, And it's not going to roll around on you if you set it down. (laughs) Right. It won't roll off the table. There we go. So uh, you did this with two buddies of yours. We did. We did. Uh, I grew up with uh, one of my partners. We've known each other since uh, both of us were about 9 and 10. And then my... That's Joe. That's Joe. Yeah. My second partner uh, has known uh, Joe for probably close to 17, 18 years, and I've known him for about 14 or 15. Wow. So we've been around each other for a while. We, we kind of know our, our little uh, nuances. and That's awesome. Now, so were you cigar-smoking buddies that you smoke cigars together once in a while? Or? You know, that's the funny part. No, we weren't. No? Okay. Uh, I, I started smoking cigars Way back, uh, 1994, I started uh, slowly and, and more. Uh, you Dominican? No, no, I'm Puerto Rican. Oh, okay. What are you Puerto saying? Rico. They all look the same? Where no, are you going this, with this? this? this <laughs> Rodriguez is in the business, actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. Not, okay. Believe me, nothing wrong with Dominicans, but uh, I, we just don't make a lot of good cigars in Puerto right, Rico. Right, right. So, uh, so we got together and we wanted to do something different different than what we were already doing. We were all in different aspects of, uh, of business or, or of work. And we would sit and brainstorm and, and spitball things. and Say, so let's get a thing going together. Yeah. The thing so was, we can never... You were in construction? 
I was. Yeah, okay. I was in construction for about 22 years. You did an amazing job, by the way. Rumor has it that you you were the brainchild for everything that we're seeing here as far as the design goes and the construction of it all. It's unbelievable. I don't know about brainchild. That's a little glamorous. Right. I was I was I was a little bit more like, hey, pick that up and nail it over there. But uh, sounds brainy to me. <laughs> molding around with LED lighting in it, and the, the lighting aesthetics, everything that goes on here. I mean, it's very very Thank impressive. You. Very. Thank you. We we try to step it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so we would sit around, uh, usually Joe's office, and we would just brainstorm. What do you want to do? Ah, let's open up this or let's do that. And what was we, Joe doing? Nothing. He was just kind of sitting there going. But I mean, for, for work, he's at an office. Be- Again, it or nothing. Not, no, <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not, Joe was in the uh, not so different from Lito Gomez in the pawnbroker business. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness. So uh, we would sit in his office, and we would just try to come up with new concepts, new ideas. And this went on for like a year. And one day we're sitting there. Uh, the funny part is, is every time we started to have these little meetings, we'd be smoking. So one day we're sitting there and we're just kind of looking at each other. I don't other. know what kind of business we should Jeez, be you in. Know, right? you know, what, what should we do? It's probably right <laughs> on the end of our fingers yeah, here. I mean, we're, we're, yeah, it's right here. It's right on the tip of my tongue. I know what I want to do. I just can't say it. So uh, we decided we wanted to do a cigar shop. And it started off, let's do a small little cigar shop like you would see anywhere, any neighborhood, just a little counter walk-in humidor. Yeah. And somehow it grew into this. Yeah. Oh my God. Where on God's green earth did you get the idea to do the golf simulators? You know, I thought I was original, but I wasn't. Um, we were sitting around the office, as usual, and uh, trying to come up with an idea of how to make the place different. And we were kind of Googling cigar shops and different quirky things about cigar shops. In a place in, I believe it was Arlington, Texas, has the same idea. Really? They're more golf with a really nice humidor. Okay. Um, and I just, I love the idea. I said, God, we're in New England. I mean, guys golf, guys smoke. Let's. And they can't golf in the wintertime. No, not at all. We are in Texas. They can do it all year round. So Absolutely. This is, this is better. In theory, yes. yes. <laughs> in theory, Yes. Uh, so we just started hunting down some golf simulators and researching them, and uh, we decided to put them in. It was just uh, – it seemed natural. So it, it was Are you just, guys big golfers? You know, I'm the only golfer. Really? It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> I, you know, let's get golf machines. Oh, why? Because I think it's a great idea. No, it's, I really wanted to hit golf balls. Okay. <laughs> Funny part is I never use them. Really? I was, that was my next question. Sure. I never get to use them. So ever. the third guy's got to be Mickey Blake. No, the third guy is the third guy is Marco Longo, who's my uh, third partner. He is the uh, he's the guy that kind of keeps it very light around here. Okay, he, he's got a lot of uh, he puts forth a lot of levity and humor. And if you ever want to see a great De Niro impersonation, yeah. that's that's the guy. All okay, right. good. But so there is no Mickey Blake. Y- you know. <laughs> We try to say there is no Mickey Blake. You got a Puerto Rican, you got an Italian. What's the other guy? Uh, Italian Irish. Okay, so Mickey Blake came from him. A little of the Irish side, or what? It, it was funny. Mickey Blake sounds like an Irishman, right? It's an it, Irish pub. It, it does, and that was the originally that was going to be the name of uh, of a bar that we were going to open, but I kind of like the name a lot. And the good part is, if somebody calls the store and they say, "Hey, can I speak to Mickey?" I know to say, yeah, oh, no, yeah, I'm that's, sorry. That's he's, a sales call. Yeah, he's not available right now. Can you call back, you know, a week from February? Right. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, th- this section that we're in is the private club. 
Yes, this side is our private members club. So this is they have to be a member to come into here. Correct. And I was blown away, by the way, but just from hearing the price that it costs to be here. I was expecting just by looking at the ambiance and the way you have the lighting set up and the couches. When I was expecting it was going to be a thousand dollars a month. I mean, it just looks that high end. Wow! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Tell us what what, is, what does it cost to be a, a private member? Uh, to be a basic member uh, at, at in just the basic membership rate is forty nine ninety nine a month. Unbelievable. And Folks, gets, I'm telling which you, which is nothing. It's a dollar a day, a little over a dollar. A little a day. over a dollar a day, but you got a great place to smoke. Oh. You never have to worry about being out in your garage shivering. And, you know, What's winter. the hours? We are open from Sunday through Thursday, from 11 a.m. to midnight. Till midnight. And we are open Fridays and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. There is no time during the day that you could possibly want to smoke a cigar, and you guys aren't open. Is what it sounds like. Pretty much, no. I mean, uh, unless you're working the night shift or something so, crazy. So, so you're obviously making all the money on the booze you sell. Uh, no. No. <laughs> uh, State, State of Connecticut doesn't allow doesn't us to allow sell. Doesn't allow it to happen. They because don't allow why would they? Because that would actually help you guys out and you'd make money. And, and know, they would make revenue as right, well. Right, right. So but it's, it, it's BYOB to the it's, club? It's BYOB to the club. Um, and what a BYOB. I mean, there's a wine locker deal with the, with the people's stuff on it that they put in. They put their booze in there, and you got a little things that are on there, who it belongs to. Yeah. The keeps, sink, the ice, the thing, everything's ready for you. There's... $49. You guys know how well you have it here. We have an audience over here. My God. It's unbelievable. You know, the Cigar Authority brought their BYOB today, bringing your own Barry. We brought our Barry. There you go. But yeah, if where, I lived, where are you guys' Barry's? If, if, I, that? if I didn't live three hours away, I would be a member. I should be a member anyway. I would be because, here every day. Right. Till <laughs> midnight. You. Till midnight. Thank you. Till midnight. Oh, God. So it's, that's why, listen, I, I have a retail shop in New Hampshire. And they talk about this place three hours away from here. This is the talk of New Hampshire. Yeah. Mickey Blake's. I hear it all the time from consumers, and I hear it from all our reps who we share lots of reps. Well, I think it's only fair. We've been hearing about two guys for yeah, yeah. 20 years here. Yeah. Uh, you can hear about me for the last few months. That's okay. Right. No, I'm, Since I'm the really. Day you opened, 2011. Actually, right before you opened, they were talking about it. We're, we're really blessed. We've been. Uh, We've been really, really uh, lucky that uh, we got a great bunch of uh, members and customers. Just our regular customers are phenomenal. We've had great support from the industry, manufacturers, fellow retailers, uh, old, uh, well, not old, but I would say former bloggers, yes. current bloggers. We yeah. get a lot of support. And it, I, I think uh, oh. for anybody to really grow uh, in this industry, you kind of got to, Make yourself – put yourself out there. Let people know who you are and that you're serious about it. Well, I hear you. You said it a couple of times before we went on the air how lucky you are, and I'm here to tell you you're not lucky. This is from what you did, and, and I don't think luck had anything to do with it. I mean, you guys work hard. You made a pristine place that anybody would be out of their minds not to Pristine be a, is a great word, by the way. Yeah. Pristine. <laughs> it is. It, it's perfect. It's as clean as possible. Uh, the, the selection here is great. Everything's going. Even the guys that work in here, how they dress and how they approached us when they walked in. I mean, it, unbelievable. I mean, I'm paying attention. I'm a retailer myself, but I'm paying attention. I'm in awe. Thank you. I'm telling you right Thank now. You. That, that doesn't happen often, by the way. Well, I, believe me, we, we appreciate it. You brought up a good point was our staff. We, you know, we worked diligently. No, we didn't. But again, we got very lucky. We got great guys who are huge, uh, hugely passionate about cigars, 
um, love everything about the industry and are and are just willing to uh, you know work at no end. Well, to, tell to us learn. tell us about your first three employees. Uh, you, <laughs> Joe, exactly, exactly. Myself, Joe, and, and Marco. Uh, we just had to dive in. You know, I, I enjoyed cigars, but I really I really had to learn about this industry. Yeah. You know, no, it, there's a lot to it. There's a ton to it. There's and it's, ne- it's never over. You have to learn every single day. Every it's never day. over. I'm 30 years in, and i got to learn every day, or else we're in big trouble if we don't do that. What did you smoke before you opened up Mickey Blake's? And is it are you smoking the same stuff now than compared to what before you opened? No. No, not at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, back in back in the late 90s, I was smoking a lot of punch um, I, I think my first cigar was a Punch Rothschild, which okay. a lot of people have smoked that cigar. Sure. It's, it's a real, it's a go-to. Then um, you learn some of the boutiques, smaller brands. A, and as you move along, you yeah. learn about a lot of the boutiques. You, you start smoking. Uh, you know, I was big into CAO when it first hit. Great cigar, uh, great cigar company at the time. Um, progressed into, uh, obviously, Pepin stuff is great. So you find yourself that you're 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 moving more toward the fuller body range. Uh, believe it or not, I'm sticking more towards the medium to three quarter okay. at the very most. I try to stay away from fuller bodied stuff because I smoke a lot of cigars during yeah, the course yeah. of the day. So uh, I'll, I'll smoke um, now. I'm I'm really into things like uh, La Polina is is a great little cigar company. We, great. We just smoked the um, the Goldie. The Goldie. Yeah. Tremendous, tremendous yeah. company. Yeah. Fratello. Yes. Another one. I'm, I'm leaning towards these like smaller boutiques, the the small guys in the uh, in the big pond. Here. Yeah, it, it, which is what what happens to people, wine people and beer people. As the more they learn, the more they look at, look out for these smaller companies because sure. there's, there's something to these small companies, small batches that can have so much more flavor than uh, the mass produced products. Not that there's anything wrong with them, but no, no. you know, you, you start well, they, getting into they, these other things. Those, those get you kind of in the door. That's your entryway cigar. You know, something like a Macanudo is going to get a, a, a cigar smoker in. And then once they smoke enough Macanudo, they realize, you know what, there is some, hopefully they realize there's something else out there. Well, that's the beauty part of uh, being a cigar smoker is looking for that new cigar. Absolutely. You know, you see that you, you just came back from a trade show and you see so many different cigars and the customers say, what's the number one question I asked in the store? What's new? What's yeah, new? Yeah, baby. He gets the belt right. for that. You do, because that's what they want to know is what's new, because the cigar smoker is always looking for trying to find the best cigar they've ever smoked and looking around and, you know, what's the next next thing. And, and, and unlike a cigarette smoker, they would maybe smoke their Marlboro, and that's what they smoke. Cigar smokers are very, very different, and that's why you have the selection that you have. Absolutely. you got to have variety. Yeah. And do you right. find your customers lean more toward the mild, the medium, or the fuller-bodied where is your where's your customer taste profile? It's pretty steady with medium. Straight you know, down the middle. Straight down the middle. We we sell predominantly medium body, medium strength cigars. Uh, we do have that segment that just smoke fuller, bolder, stronger sure. cigars. And then we tend to we tend to have a lot of new novice smokers that come in. So we we try to offer them something milder, but that won't bore you. Yeah, sure, yeah. and and gradually progress them into strong, a little bit stronger cigars. Do you find that the people in the club, which are probably if they're a club member or something, they're really more an avid smoker than somebody who's walking and grabbing a few cigars, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, are they leaning towards different type of cigars than the people that the regular customers it, within their own 
within their own characteristics of, of cigars, they're expanding. Yeah, yeah. They're, you know, they're expanding their... Uh, they're the their, ones that want to expand more than the guy that comes in and says, oh, just give me my brand X. Um, they want to expand more because they're a lot more comfortable with us. They're not in- intimidated or apprehensive to ask, yeah, yeah, sure. you know, what's going to be similar to this or what's going to be, uh, you know, what's a little a step up above this in, in strength or in body or I want something a little more complex. And they, we've developed a, a, a nice trust, uh, sure. a, a nice atmosphere of trust. So they, they trust us. They know that we're not going to hand them something that's going to ruin the next hour of yeah. their life. So, And as we as retailers, it's the same way. When we're talking to a manufacturer and they're going to have their new product on and, you know, you're already <coughs> doing business with the Food Dominicana, for instance, and here's the new thing. All right, let's try this. Okay, we're going to take a chance and trust you on that as opposed to the new one you never heard of, maybe. Correct. So Correct. Uh, it is it, relationship is the word here, and your relationship with your uh, customers and your relationship with the manufacturers, my relationship with the manufacturers, and going through your humidor, and I was looking around, and we do business with a lot of the same people for Certainly a lot do. of the same reasons, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. As, as we get into talking about it. So that's what it becomes. Um, you become the go-between. You become the person. I mean, uh, I know you're the buyer here. That's what the rumor is, and I'm the buyer of two guys, and we end up smoking basically all the crap so the customers don't have to, and you end up having to filter out, you know, as you look at your humidor, you know, where where are we weak? You know, we could use another $10 full-bodied cigar, for example, and here comes Company X with a $10 full-bodied cigar. Perfect right. fit. Or I've got 30 of those. You know what? We're going to hold off for now and right. and see what... To uh, be honest with you, I'm not the buyer here. Oh, you're oh, not? No, oh, fair no. enough. I'm right, not the buyer. Let's bring you on to Joe. the <laughs> Let's move on. Joe is the buyer. Ah. He just doesn't have as great a personality as I Ah, gotcha. Okay. Uh, I used to be the buyer many years ago myself. And I got such relationships with the manufacturers, and I got to the point where I couldn't say that two-letter word, which was no. The N-word. The N-word. They don't like to hear that. That was tough. And it is tough. tough. It is tough. I feel bad. And these are their babies, you know, and they have a new baby. And, oh, here it is, and they're so excited about it. But where am I going to put it? There's another one. Oh, my God, it's a bad fit for me right now. And just a tough time, and it was just a lot easier to say yes. Absolutely. And then the next thing, they're piling up. There's no place to put them, and I can't do a good job with them because there's too many. (laughs) And then I brought somebody else on, and he did it for many years, Ed. And Ed still works for me, but he got to the point where his relationship got so close with everybody else. And then here we go, fast forward, Jonathan's doing it, and he's the bad guy right oh, now. Oh, hated. Yeah, hated. Especially, especially at the very beginning. Because <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the last. <laughs> sure. And, and you guys are fresh. You know, you're, you're uh, three years into it. You'll get to the point where it's like up to here, and then it's going to be you got three owners, so you're able to switch off and stuff. You know, we used to do that, <laughs> and, and we don't do that anymore. Good cap, bad cop thing. I'll, I'll tell you what, it's it's bad. You can walk into a real meat grinder sometimes doing that. We we just had that happen yesterday, and, <laughs> and it was funny because a guy, won't mention any names, guy yeah. came in, wanted to uh, pitch his cigar brand to us, and we were in the office. So one of the guys came back to get us, and Joe goes, I, I don't want to go talk to him. I, I just can't. I can't. I, I won't say no. Yeah. So I said, I'll go. So Joe and one of our other guys. What? This is so funny. No, a Joe, lot of people aren't relating to this, but this is talk about hitting home. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Joe and Chris were in the back watching our monitors betting, taking, taking bets as to how long it was going to take for me to blow the poor guy off. And I was nice. It took about three minutes. Wow, you're good. But That's then I spent, talent. But then I spent about seven minutes talking about the golf simulator to him because he was a golfer. So oh, it was pretty right. cool. 
Go ahead, go ahead, play some golf or something yeah, on me. Yeah. First round's on me. <laughs> sure, sure. Take him off water. I can tail between his legs. Man, these poor guys. I mean, this is their whole thing. You it's know, it's tough and, business. And, it's and, tough, and and it's so relationship built and stuff. And uh, you know, we're going to have uh, Omar on here, and here's a guy that I I took his product on uh, Washington D.C. Man, never knew him or anything, but. Uh, you know, he was so big, and I was scared of him. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to be scared yeah, of him. No, uh, no he, he, just talking with him, I liked him right off the bat. Oh. And, and there was the key right there that I like you, and I want to take your brand Absolutely. on and help you because you're just starting out. And uh, it'll be different once he's uh, rich and famous, and then I can say no to him. But right now, uh, I want to help him. <laughs> it, it's impressive because it, his his passion for what he does is bigger than he is. Yeah, that, that's that's a, saying something. That's a statement right there. Well, I, I met his wife, and uh, my God, what a nice woman he has! And for him to leave his job. And and to come on the road as much as he did, it's just amazing what, what he's what he's accomplished in a short period. Of time. He doesn't even know because he's new. He doesn't know what he's accomplished. As I say to you guys too, it's only three years of you guys in here, and you guys have been around. It seems like you're around for 25 years. Dave, uh, maybe take five pictures. I'm just going to let you know. We take pictures of stuff. That, you know, if we happen to be in a place and we see something that's good, yeah. And he go, he's nudging me. That. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that. good. Look how he displayed that. those. Look how he did that. <laughs> well, I mean, thank you. No, thank you. True. That's humbling. Yeah. Very humbling. I, you know, I was I was w- walking around with Joe, and he, he was showing me different things, and I'm like, wow, man, that's a good idea, and uh, I'm going to do that as soon as I get back. I, I may go right to the store and, and move some stuff around. Yeah. And it's awesome. They did a great job over here, folks. And if you're anywhere in the Connecticut area, this is southern to Connecticut. Well, what's the big city around here? Is this Hartford. Hartford? We're, we're about 15 minutes southwest of Hartford. Okay. So uh, definitely yeah, you live within, within 30 minutes to an hour of here, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Also, we're down the road from ESPN, I believe you told we're me. We're really best. close. We're about uh, three minutes as the, as the crow flies. Rumor has it that Mike Ditka spends... Uh, too much time. Good amount of time here. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't like to talk about that rumor too much, but I can confirm that he's a member here. So. Okay. So when he's working during football season, he spends uh, just about his entire weekend here when he's not on he's, air. He's a member in the club. Yeah, he's a member in the club. Because I saw some pictures, and somebody actually uh, uh, sent an email to me who saw it and said, can I get a poster of that? of a picture of him, is that available for sale or something? And I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what he's talking about right. until I ended up seeing the picture itself. And So, Mike, did you, obviously you have the Ditka Cigar in here. We do have the Ditka Cigar. We usually have an annual event with him, Whoa. which is phenomenal. We have a great event. Uh, we're planning, hopefully, if, if uh, the gods shine on us to have our second store open by before mm. the end of this year. Oh, you and jumped the gun on us. That was one of our questions. That's all right. I, I couldn't let, I had to let the cat out of the bag. It yeah. Was, I was itching to. Uh, so a second, second store right away like that. How far uh, away? Uh, from here? Yeah. It's about 35, 40 minutes. Okay. Far enough that you won't be taking customers from this store, may hopefully. No. Yeah. I mean, these guys are so loyal to here. Right. They, they just want, they'll travel occasionally if we have a nice event or if we have a party, but. But uh, you're going to say. Some of the mistakes you feel you made here, you make the changes over there, or are you just going to duplicate it exact because it's uh, perfect? We're probably just going to make bigger ones down there. No, yeah. uh, <laughs> we're going to hope not to make the, the same mistakes uh, again. We feel we've learned, sure. but it's a different animal down there. It's a little bit bigger store down there. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going to go a little bit bigger with retail. you got about 5,000 square feet here. How much bigger? 46 here, yeah. and that one's 57. Wow. So it's a little bit bigger, bigger humidor. 
we're really going to focus uh, a little more on retail down there because it's a highly uh, commercial area. Okay. So in, a lot of in and out. You think we, then less people hanging out. That's what we're hoping for. A, lot, hoping more, a lot, a lot more in and out. A lot yeah, more that, in and folks, out. grab your stuff and get the hell out of here. <laughs> no, they do, they obviously want the opposite in this place. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, there's far more lounge than there is cigar mm-hmm. store in here. And there's there's quite a bit of lounge over there. We just feel that because we're a little off the beaten path here, we don't get that stop and go sure. business. We're down there. The you know the amount of traffic we get down there is it's like twenty six thousand cars a day go well, by it. Let so. me tell you from uh, and I've had seven different cigar stores. We have three now, but uh, as we moved out of a state, we made our mistakes and location was always our mistake early on. Sure. And then we decided, okay, we're going to go all out and get the best location, 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 location Absolutely. for you real estate people out there, right? That's what it's about, and that's what I found it, as it is. One out, about one out of a thousand people are really cigar smokers. Mm-hmm. One out of a thousand. Right. So, twenty-six thousand cars go by. Twenty-six people. Mm. That's it. That's it. That that use your product. So you actually have to drive them in, also. But you want those twenty-six people too. So it, it, this is a tough, tough business of anything you could have picked. Let me tell you, this is a tough business. But you came out out of the gun and uh, you hit a home run. As far as I'm concerned, I, I I've seen a lot of cigar stores in my life, but. Thank this you. is it. So I'm, I'm certainly not disappointed. I was dying to see it, and I'm, I'm in awe. This is this is awesome. Now, you must have some favorites when it comes to the reps. And since we do share some of the reps, do you want to give them a shout-out? They're yeah. all my favorites. <laughs> Here we go. All you, of them are my you, favorites. More, more importantly, who's the worst? Man? Yeah, who do you hate? <laughs> Nobody's listening. I, right I don't now. even think he's in the business anymore. Oh, perfect. Ah, perfect. <laughs> you know what? We get along with all our reps. Our reps have been great. Um, they, they, listen, we're, I tell the reps, too, especially the ones that – uh, don't work for the companies. They're brokers. Especially. They, they jump ship from, you know, whatever. If, if they build a territory too much, they get rid of them and they become. So my go-to is the rep himself because that's my connection to the company. Sure. Uh, so I tell them that, that I consider them an employee of mine also. Without them, that's it. And when they go to the next brand or whatever, and it is so important. And as time goes on, you'll see how important they oh, are absolutely. to you. And, uh with um, certain things that are limited releases and only certain people can get them. You want to hope the rep takes care of you on those things. Those are guaranteed ring to register things. Absolutely. And uh, it's up to them. So uh, they are important. And they're good guys, hard workers, too. They're trying to sell a product that's hard. Again, the, the N-word, the no word, uh, even to them, it kills us. It kills us to say no, but... We got to run. We only make it still. look like it's fun. It's yeah. not fun. Just <laughs> you, you enjoy every minute of it. <laughs> you do. So uh, the new store is what city again? Milford, Connecticut. Milford, Connecticut. Is that where Mr. Topper is? Uh, no, Mr. Topper lives in Wallingford. Oh, Wallingford. Okay. Area. I'm going to okay. say Wallingford what, area. What's Milford? What, what, what's the big city? Milford there? would be about 15 minutes. Uh, let's call it southwest of New Haven. Okay. okay. So were you guys in New Haven today? No, we were in Manchester. Oh, in Manchester. Okay, so there, the original store I told you about was in New Haven. We're about 15 minutes away from there. So when we go there, we can go to the original you Frank Pappies. Or- you can go to the original Cause, Frank Pappies. Because we have to go back again. I think we scared the lady a little. A lot. We knew it, just what we wanted when we sat down like we were pros. And because of we have some sort of funny accent, she was saying. that uh, where, are you, where are you boys from? Well, we're from Boston, which they may be opening a store. Am I breaking the news here? You're breaking the news. They may be opening a Frank Peppy's in Boston. That's an exclusive right there. That is. Cigar Authority exclusive. <laughs> and that was Beacon Street, actually. Beacon yeah. Street in Boston, she said. They got to do a so, little bump out. 
little yeah. little fixy fixy. Yeah, so uh, I could be packing on the pounds pretty soon because if you ever up in this area, you want to try it. Frank Peppy's, we've got the uh, clam. Uh, yeah, the white, white clam, clam pizza. pizza. We got the original, and we got a uh, margarita. margarita. And, uh, well look, done. So what's the big? Oh, well us, done. Come on, we know what we're talking about. Here. <laughs> Just look at my co-hosts over here and tell me they're not professionals. Well done, guys. Yeah. So uh, I like the regular, the original, to tell you the truth. Although I was told you got to do the clam. Got to. So I did. I'm not, I wasn't disappointed, but it was the original was was my choice. That was mine as well. But, uh, for me, it was the clam. It was the clam. So, hey, I can't thank you enough for having us here. That's I appreciate awesome. you guys coming down. Uh, Thanks. That. You're very, always welcome. Very excited. And uh, Don't say that. We'll be broadcasting from your store every week. Every week <laughs> with, with, a, with a large pizza, right? Let's do it. Okay, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, uh, people are already calling this the hottest brand in the land. And it's a new one. Omar from Fratello Cigars joins us. Fratello is brother. He's a brother of the leaf. He's going to join us in just minutes. Chuck Morrison will get Debonair, and Mr. Jonathan has Old Thought Freddy all lined up. You better be calm this time. We're, we're in somebody's house over here. No guarantees no there. No guarantee. We're going to light up another cigar, and we have uh, uh, Barry with some cigar news. So uh, stick Hopefully around, everybody. more than new cigars. Really? <laughs> for Barry Stein, for Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, I'm David Garofalo with Lou Rodriguez here live From Mickey Blake's in Connecticut, we'll be right back with our number two. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your La Flor Dominicana, Mickey Blake's Exclusiva. Did I say it right? Did I get them all in? Close. Edición Exclusiva. Edición Exclusiva. (laughs) Keep the lid end out of your mouth, folks. It doesn't belong there. We'll be right back. players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, That may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. 
adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And wait. The authority on everything cigar. Shake it back. In. Yeah, and out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the ball, babe. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal! Woo! Shake and bake! Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. We're back live from Mickey Blake's in Southern Connecticut with our number two. And we're going to talk with the owner and founder of what some are calling the hottest new cigar brand in the land, Fratello Cigars. We will get debonair with gentleman Chuck Morrison and we got Old Fart Freddy in the aging room. Welcome back, everybody, to a special edition of The Cigar Authority. That's right. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week, high atop, and by the way, it turns out this is the worldwide headquarters. We're going to have another one, yes. Of Mickey Blake's, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. Tune in at thecigarauthority.com and watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. There we go. And we are going to smoke a new Fertello in Omar. Welcome aboard. Um, it's always a fun time, man. The last time we did it, we did this. Uh, the Cigar Authority was in May and I had an amazing time. And I'm planning on having an amazing time today as well at Mickey Blake. So it's yes, going to be great. Are. So instead of being round, this one is square. <laughs> the, right. the band actually looks great on the square cigar. There it does. Yeah. You lined it right up, too. Yeah. A lot of work goes into this. And this cigar is made also by our friends at uh, Puerto Nicaragua. That's right. Beautiful, beautiful. We're going to give it a cut. It's time to cut our cigars. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And we're going to give this torpedo, box-press torpedo, a little cut. I'm going to go about halfway down on this one, see if I get a good draw. It's dense. 
and it's perfect. Mm. You can just take a dry, dry oh, taste, yeah. and you know it's going to uh, draw good. They do a good job there. This is raisins with a mulling spice, like you would mull a cider. It's raisins with mulling spice. I like it. Nothing. You get nothing. nothing for I that. get no. Nothing. No. Nope. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't get that. Reminds me of a pop tart. The cookie part of the pop tart. Wow! Right on. You got it exact. Just a cookie part of the of the pop tart. <laughs> Do you see what I have to put up with, Omar? <laughs> you see? And you're right in the middle. And you're right I'm in, in the, the middle. middle. <laughs> you're in the middle. We got the I'm F- between two bald guys. We got the FNG over here, and he's uh, now he's trying to take my spot. It's already right. happened. So we're going to use a vertigo lighter. This is a little half. This is between. the vortex. It's a half tabletop because it fits on the table. It's ready to go. And then it's a carry around yeah, in your you pocket. Your po- I had uh, triple five jet. of them in my pocket on our way here. No problem. <laughs> so this got to be uh, in the $30 range? This is $14.99. $14.99. It's unbelievable. I'll tell you, this this lighter sells like crazy. It sells us so like crazy, you sold one person, 100 of them, yesterday. this week. Yesterday. Yesterday. 100. One guy comes in. Boom. Having a golf tournament. I need 100 of these, please. Wow. And the great thing is we have The them. tabletops. Yeah, he said it can be used either way, throw them in your bag, whatever you said to him. Yeah. And how's this? You needed a place to engrave it, and there's plenty of space right on the top right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah he was going to engrave it. Yeah, it's good. I don't know about engraving something with filled with butane. Well, he's not using a laser, I'm sure. It's the other kind, but still. you. Yeah. I don't have to engrave it. All right. So why is this different, and how many sizes do you make? So very exciting. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for always having me. I mean, it's always so, so much fun to uh, hang out with the, the crew of the Cigar Authority. And uh, what we did with the cigar, uh, Dave, which is very unique, is we wanted. I didn't want to come out with, you know, the usual. And we've talked about this at the show. Yeah. I didn't want to come out with just like, a, you know, if my 54 is selling very well, let me come out with the 56, and let me add an extra two inches on the cigar. I wanted <laughs> to basically break a little bit outside of that mold and say, you know, well, let's 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 modify it enough so that it's so that when the consumer tries it, they can see the difference. But let's keep it true to the Fratello blend. Uh, to dual strategy right there because it's easier also to get it on the on the shelves of our retailers' partners saying, "Hey, it's a line extension, but watch out because it's actually have a little bit of a different flavor profile to the cigar." So what we did with this cigar, Dave, that was very unique is uh, we because we cannot box press a 52 ring gauge, you know, the normal 52 ring gauge filler. We have to basically you know, losing up the tobacco inside. We basically, all we did was broke off half of a hair leaf on the on the cigar and left the blend intact all the way through. Really? So That's it's it. a little milder. No. So don't don't let it confuse you because this Fratello tends to be, you know, sort of, sort of medium body, medium yeah. body plus. This one, the Fratello has the Lijero in the front and in the back of the cigar. So towards the middle of the smoke, it tends to be all Peruvian tobacco. On this one, we just left it all the way throughout. So it tends to be very creamy all the way throughout the smoke, but the, the strength level is still very much present. So you've got, you've got Peruvian tobacco all the way through? All the way through. Rather than leaving the void in the middle. Exactly. That explains the difference. Yeah, it so. tastes like a different cigar. <laughs> exactly. One, one half of leaf change. That's things it. moved around a little bit. That's it. And, and we have something different. Entirely different smoke. Wow. But very easy to be able to present it to our customers and to our retail partners to be able to say, yeah. hey, just get it on the shelves to see how it goes. And well, it's I, different, I was... but it's not night and day different. It's, it's, it's a very subtle. And to me, as a, as a cigar smoker, I enjoy a little bit of subtlety that way. Being able to, I like to smoke two at the same time. And that's what I'm going to do when I get back. I haven't done it yet. Good. 
I'm going to smoke. I'm going to light them both up and just kind of play them back and forth yeah, off each see other. See what the difference in that? Yeah, I'm sure. That's what difference. you had to do. Oh, absolutely. And you will see the difference between it, it, light up a, a robusto, which is a 52 ring gauge. So you will have the most clear comparison. I mean, this is a 52 ring gauge box press torpedo. So you will see the exact differences of what I'm telling you right okay. now. Okay, absolutely. Gorgeous. I'm doing it. That's awesome. Yeah. So you obviously have nine sizes of this. No, <laughs> <laughs> we came out with one size. One size. This is the boxer. This is you do everything different. That's why that's why I said it. I obviously knew the answer to that, but it, you know when I saw you and you said, "Okay, here's going to be our new line," and well, how many sizes is it coming? No, that's it. You know, there was one kind. That was it. This is it. You didn't make a torpedo. That's right. So we're making a torpedo now, but the blend has changed because you made those, that subtle change. One thing that I love about this is torpedoes typically is the slowest selling size. That's right. But box pressed is hot yes. right now. Yes. You went both. That's right. Boom. I love it. I love a, I love a torpedo. Boom. I'm a big fan of a torpedo. Yeah, but I'm also a big fan of a box press cigar. Um, again, we wanted to break a little bit outside of that mold. So I knew a box press would absolutely help us with that. Yeah. Um, so when we just box press and, and modified that blend and played with, it, with the fill of the tobacco, that's all we played. We would add the exact same components for Fratello, but we just have... You know, we just play with the fill of the smoke, and it truly did change the profile of the smoke entirely. And so you will be able to experience it once you uh, light both of them. Well, and, and it's going to have that Fratello taste no matter right. what, but it's a different cigar that tastes like it. That's right. And what's interesting is you, now you're dealing right now with two retailers. You're dealing with us, and you're dealing with the good folks here at Mickey right. Blake's. And as you can see, nobody has room on their shelves to add a whole bunch. There's another whole line, and you said... Well, this is the whole line. It's one size, and everybody says yes. Well, what what you did, because <laughs> as, the buyer, as the yeah, buyer, my, my excuse is, well, you've got 13 new facings. Yeah, if you had one, I could do it. Yeah, I mean, and you said, I only have one. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Fine. That is exactly right. Yes, I'll do it. A little bit at a time. A little bit at a time. We'll be feeling in the pieces, you That's know? It. Do you have plans in the future to do something different? Yes. Maybe um, Connecticut Shade. Yes, we're looking. Yes. we're looking. <laughs> thanks to Dave and uh, and his wisdom, I actually uh, I, I wasn't looking to go down that route. You can stay on looking. the show. You don't have to kiss his butt. <laughs> you can you can stay. But it's very true because after he told me his after he told me basically that you know the Connecticut and the Connecticut Shade and the milder cigars tend to have a you know. A, 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 Encompass a broader spectrum and a broader audience. Um, I wanted to I wanted to look into it, and I wanna and, and we're playing with the tobacco right now. I'm gonna be in Nicaragua in uh, three weeks, and uh, we've been getting we've been getting samples back and forth. I was there about you know two and a half months ago, and so we've been working on what the future for Atolo Blend is gonna be. It'll it takes be a, a long time. It'll be interesting for Hoya de Nicaragua because they are so used to making full of body stuff. Yeah. Well, they do they do have a Connecticut. Well, partial Connecticut in that Cabinetta. Yeah. So Maduro on one end and Connecticut on the That's other. That's the best they could do is half. They right. They couldn't, couldn't go it. all the way. Don't let them talk you out of it. Yeah. yeah. Don't let them talk you <laughs> out like, of it. Omar, we need more strength. We need more flavor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you, and, they, and their Cabinetta is delicious. I mean, it's got it's lots of flavor. Gorgeous. So. Yeah. I, I can't see why they wouldn't be able to pull that off. No, we and, and, and let me let me let, let me let me reiterate on on that subject. We have we've we've worked on tobacco already. We have samples. It's just going to be a matter of I need to go to the factory and really sit down and 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 take a look at it again and go over the reiterations of the things and, and the cigars that I've received so far yeah. and see how far they've gone because there are some cigars that were rolled about three or four months ago that I think are going to be ready right now that we're going to be able to taste and see, yeah. you know, how it changed from what I got. I have to imagine it's easier for you 
to deal with folks at the factory than it is for Dave, who knows eight words in Spanish. <laughs> and uh, you are fluent. <laughs> that's right? right. That's right. That's so right. you have no issue. You go down there. No and issue. No back issue. Back and no forth. Issue. It's usually I, I talk very fast. And so uh, our Nicaraguan, uh, our Nicaraguan f- uh, uh, friends uh, tend to talk a little slower. And so sometimes I have to modulate myself a little bit more. <laughs> uh, and so it's just, it's just a little bit of a different tempo, but it works. So you were born yes. in Mexico. <laughs> Where were you born? <laughs> exactly. It's the size, right? Where were you born? Uh, Dominican, well, I was born in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, yep. born in Puerto Rico. Raised in the Dominican Republic you with can... with a cigar from Nicaragua and, a, and an Italian name. Right. <laughs> and tobacco from three different countries. It's the United Nations of cigars, you know? It is. <laughs> so... It's awesome. And uh, you haven't quit the day job. Not yet. You were at work today. Uh, that's right. I was Works teleworking. for NASA. Actually, I'd love to ask you a question along those lines. Today on the news, they were talking about this solar storm that's going to hit the U.S. on Saturday. So it's good that we're recording today. For Saturday's show. Thursday. We might not make it, folks. And they're calling it an X1.6, which is the highest category, which I guess in terms of hurricanes would make it a Category 5. Right. How dangerous is this and how much is it BS? Solar storms tend to impact a lot. You know, or telecommunications mostly, mm-hmm. and there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, concern always on these solar storms with International Space Station. We actually have human beings living outside of you know planet Earth, and so um, have we been able to measure what the potential impact is going to be of this storm or whatnot? No, I mean it's 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 happened before. This is not the first time. Um, there's been disruptions sometimes when you're, uh, there is a, you know, a, your, your call drops or something like that. That might have been a solar storm or that have been completely something entirely different. It's just, it's, it's hard to measure, you know. I thought I mean? it was just my bad sprint service, but okay. <laughs> but it could be too. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, the bottom line is that there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of factors and there's a, but there's always a lot of speculation as well on, you know, on, on, on online and about, I saw, you know, a friend of mine from the Dominican Republic was sending me uh, an email saying, hey, I hear there's going to be the worst solar storm in history, and it's happening soon. It's like, listen, man, there's no – and the administrator of NASA did not say this or did not say that. It's just – so there's a lot of things that you got to pick and choose. And so I would go to, I would go to the website, nasa.gov, to get the most accurate. Well, I'm looking forward to this saying there should be some aurora borealis in the northern <laughs> hemisphere from it. So I'm looking right. forward to I thought to that. you were the aurora borealis. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's, you know, my secret identity. Oh, that's your pet name. They yeah, let him right. go. They let him off today so he could be here with us. So it can't that's be right. that bad. That's right. That's right. He said, listen, guys, something's going on. Exactly. I really can't be there. Exactly. We're all I think then we're you know right. we're in trouble. If you've been saving that rare cigar for a special occasion, <laughs> this week would be the time before it's Smoke too late. Smoke it on right? Sunday. Right. Saturday. Saturday. If we end up getting through it anyway. <laughs> hey, let me, let me take you back to the Connecticut shade that yes. you, you're working on. Do you have a target date for that to be released? So I, I like to target usually IPCPR shows, and, uh, and I like to target them for, for a couple of reasons. There's, a, there's already a buzz that is created because it's the IPCPR, and people are expecting, you know, are looking for what's going to be new, what's new in the – and that's the number one question we got at the show. Sure. Like, what do you got new? Yeah. You know, did you come out with something new? And, and we would tell them. So we came out, and you know, two months before, at the sh- you know, at, at one of our retailers in Virginia, and we did the launch of the Fratello Boxer, and they said, "This is my new, this is my new size." And so they say, "Oh, I thought it was a new blend." It's like, well, smoke it. You'll see what I'm. You know, you see, you'll see some of the stark differences of what I'm talking about. And so there is. Uh, I, I like to target IPCPR. Uh, you know, the 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 IPCPR itself, mm-hmm. I think, is a phenomenal venue for retailers and. And, Don't and you think 
it's too late, though, at that point? I mean, basically, our season is half over at the point that we place our orders at the trade show. Right. And then by the time it comes in, game over. So by the time – so I'm timing it actually about a month or a month and a half prior to the show. So by the time that it comes to the show, it's something new, but something new that I've already launched. Okay. So I get a little bit of a, you know, about a month and a half, two months, just like I did it with the box rest torpedo. All right. So you're going to come I, in really early, early in the summer. Exactly. Right at the beginning. of That's very smart. Early so, in the summer, beginning of the season. Because this guy is smart. Yeah. He is. <laughs> this is the difference. We have smart people in the cigar industry now. Let's learn from him. We have Even one. Even though he's new. Well, yeah, we have one. one. We're working on it. We're going to go uh, maybe double digits by yeah, the end we, of the what year. What we need to do is we need to start farming them from NASA. My last question, though, do you know how many sizes you're going to do yet? Uh, not yet. Okay. I, um, I know. Can you do I... one? <laughs> Please? <laughs> No, <laughs> maybe it'll be. The, <laughs> we'll see how I can work that out for you. Right? I recommend you go with your original four size, right. the same exact size, isn't? But that's just my recommendation. Well, I mean, let's talk about that a little bit, uh, yeah. Because the reality is, I mean, I got, I already have the dies. I have the die for four sizes, for yeah. five sizes now. I mean, could I come out with a 58 versus a 54 or a 60? Yeah, but if I already have, you know, my system is working. I got all I have to do, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be playing around with the band. The band is going to be the band that's going to be the, the branding of our company. Yep. Now, what I may work out and my, what I may play around with a little bit is, is colors. I mean, we, we, we look at – we got we to gotta historically look at what, you know, what other or great organizations have done with their branding. Look at Coca-Cola. You don't, you don't see Coca-Cola coming out with an entirely different logo. They, they change. If it's Coca-Cola Zero, they're going to put a black background. Yeah. If it's going to be Coca-Cola Diet, it's going to be a gray background. It's going to sure. be Coca-Cola Black. And not the normal is going to yeah. be red background. So they play with the colors, and that's exactly what I'm, I'm thinking of doing. He is a freaking genius. He is. <laughs> you know what? Can I recommend a color not to do? Tell me. Don't do green. Okay. Yeah, it hasn't worked out for us. <laughs> I want to actually see how smart you really are, and we're going to do something a little different in this classic day in, in uh, classic history. Is I'm going to put you guys against Omar, and you guys can work together or whatever to come up All right. together with a with a number, and we're going to have uh, Omar go on his own. So this classic day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Today is really Thursday, but the show is airing on Saturday, September 13th. So Saturday, September 13th is the birth date of Mel Torme. Do you know who that was? No Mel Torme was an American singer, songwriter, and actor. He died in 1999. He was nicknamed the Velvet Fog, American musician best known for a singer of jazz standards. He's also a composer and arranger, drummer, actor in films. He, um... 
He composed the music for the Christmas song, Chestnuts Ro- Roasting on an Open Fire. He also uh, co-wrote the lyrics to that. And he was in an episode of uh, the sitcom Seinfeld, where uh, the, the show was the Jimmy, in which he dedicated a song to Kramer, if you remember that episode at all. Nothing at all. Nothing. What year was he born is the question. I'm going with my strategy. You're going to work together with we your did team already. already. Yes. We did. I'm going with the strategy that I employed last week, which is pay no attention to what you say and write the answer down before you even start asking the question. And, and Barry's all right with this? He's okay yes, with I it. Am. And we're going 1909. 1909. What year <laughs> I put 1942. 1942 is over. 1909 goes to Us. the mob over here. Okay, today is the birthday. What was the real year? Oh, 1925. 1925. Today is the birthday of Randy Jones. Any idea who Randy Jones was? Uh, Randy Jackson's brother. He is not. He is an American disco and pop singer, best known as the cowboy on The Village People. Oh, my God. 1977 to present. Macho Man in the Navy. Just got gay. YMCA. Got a little gay. Uh, He sold upwards of 100 million records, the village people. Today is the cowboy. And he never wore a shirt. Randy Jones, he has a name. Today's his birthday. Born what year? What do you got, Omar? 1947. 1947. And we're going with 42. 47 will take it. 52. So we got a tie. We got one to one over here. Today's the birthday of Ann Labar. A.K.A. Annie Duke. Any idea who she is? Annie Duke? Oh, yeah. She's an American professional poker player, author. She wrote. She uh, holds the record for the World Series of Poker Gold Bracelets from 2004. Leading money winner for women of the World Series of Poker. Duke won in 2004 World Series of Poker Championship and heads, um, and heads up poker championships in 2010. She wrote numerous books about poker and won millions of dollars. Today's her birthday. Mr. Jonathan, what do you got? We got 1957. 1957. 1974. 74 is over. It's 1965. For the record, my answer would have been fine, too. Omar's <laughs> but kill- I was closer. Omar's killing himself. Today is the birthday of Tyler Perry. Anything? Mm-hmm. No idea. He's shaking his head. Tyler Perry is a playwright, filmmaker, director, actor who was dubbed the highest paid no, man and entertained by Forbes magazine in 2011. He wrote the 2006 version of uh, Matta's Family Reunion and producer of The Diary of the Mad Woman, which he acted uh, in drag. He was born today. Omar, what year? 1968. 1968, he says. 71. 69. 69. Omar gets the point there. You're not Googling it over here, are you? Don't be Googling. (laughs) Are you Googling, Barry? No, I'm not. Show me your hands. now. Two and two, baby. Show me your hands. Don't be messing around. It's a tie here. (laughs) Today is the birth date of Milton S. Hershey. You know who that is, right? Yeah. Guy from Nestle's Chocolate. It is. Businessman and philanthropist who founded Hershey's Chocolate Company. He helped the family farm as a young boy uh, when he was in his 20s and um, went on business trips with his dad. He was supplied chocolate to the U.S. troops in World War II. Rather Three than years. Hershey bars, they were called the Ration Nine D years. bars. Milton Hershey's birthday Nine today. Born what year, Mr. Jonathan? 1882 against my better job. 1901. 1857, you're all over. See, I was closer. But you were should have listened over. to but me, But you Barry. were still over. But you look like an idiot now. <laughs> okay. How many times have I beaten you in the last few weeks? I'm the champion. So all right. We may be down to the last one. The winner of this will be the champion and will receive nothing. Today is 
<laughs> Richard Keel's birthday. Richard Keel. Anything? Could you pick a little bit more of a random it was person, a, it was please? A ba- it was a bad day. Wait, of- is that the guy that played Jaws? In, in- yes, it is. He actually died today. He did. Yes, he did. Uh, we get a point for that. I'm putting us down. He played the role as the steel-toothed Jaws in the James Bond movies, The Spy Who Loved Me, Moonraker. He also well-known as Mr. Larson in the 1996 comedy Happy Gilmore with Adam Sandler. Actor whose daunting size of seven foot, one and a half inches. Is he taller than you? Yes. Uh, before uh, before fame, he appeared in sci-fi shows, Mystery Science Theater 3000, uh, was in a serious car accident where he was forced him to uh, use a cane. He's yeah, we get of- it. We didn't know who he was at the beginning, <laughs> and we still don't know who he is. This is given Actually, he's not taller than you anymore because he has a six-foot disadvantage. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's six-foot under. Very soon. Too soon? Too soon? Too soon? He was born today, and he died today. He died today. Wow! Wow! And you and you know that, so you actually looked it up. You guys should have the edge. Omar, what do you got? 1940. 1940. We're going 24. 24 will take it because it's 39. Oh! And we have a winner. They beat you as smart as you are. You can't. One beat year. Them. One year. I don't want one year. <laughs> this day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whatever classic you choose, it is a classic day. Happy birthday to everybody celebrating their birthday. Birthdays. Wow. One year off. Almost. You remember him? No. Yeah. 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 So, wow, he died today. Yes. That's amazing. It's impressive. Dying that on your And birthday. I thought he was perfect because, Omar, how tall are you? 6'9". Uh, 6'9". Nine. Six nine. You seem taller than that. 6'9". Yeah. hurts my, my neck to look actually, him in the eye. Actually, actually he died two days right now, before folks, his birthday. Right now, he's sitting... He died two Sitting days on the before. Floor. Right. Because <laughs> today is the Saturday. Really. I'm actually right. kneeling down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me ask you, Omar. You're committed to Nicaragua. You're going to stay with the hood of Nicaragua. You're going to move around a little. You're going to be uh, bouncing from countries, go to, back to the motherland. The expression, anything? putting all of your eggs in one basket, sometimes scares people. But how do you feel about it? You know, i got to be honest. I, uh, I have an amazing relationship in Nicaragua with our partners there. And it's, uh, and it's something that is, is when... when it's easier said than done, but when something works, why no mess need, with it? There's no need, no need to mess with, with, with They're good people, right. though. They're good, They're very good, good people. Um, they, you know, responsive as it can be. I mean, it's, it's, it's just we, we have an amazing relationship. Um, uh, would I be interested in doing something in my in my country? Absolutely. That's something that's definitely going to be in I'm the I'm confused as to which one is your country at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> is that uh, Dominican? Dominican Republic. Okay. That's, oh, right. Perfect. that's right. That's right. That's right. All right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one. <laughs> well, because Dave, Dave said Mexico earlier in the show, and then you said no, Puerto Rico. And then Where did you go to Dominican. school? I went to school, well, in three countries. I went to school in Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico. I went to school in Rochester, New York. So Rochester, New York? Yeah, Rochester, New York. New York. Really? So, uh, so yeah, no, I'm definitely interested in seeing, you know, we can do something in the Dominican Republic at some point. Um, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. I want to think, I think this is going to be something that it's... The real question is, is, is your wife ready? Yeah. Because she really. is, she really is the, the brawn kind of right. behind the, the, right. the company, if I'm not mistaken. She is. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's amazing the work that she does. I mean, it's, I, I would not be able to be here hanging out with Lou, hanging out with you guys. Course, I wouldn't use the word her. hanging out. She's listening. You're working <laughs> extremely hard right now. Look, he's sweating. Look, baby, look at this. I, huh? This is so hard, right? <laughs> no, they, the people know. I mean, this is it's not what it, what it appears to be. Yeah. When, when you show up here and you're having a cigar and sitting with people, but the work that goes behind, I know. Yeah. I know what it is, and uh, it's just amazing. And so it's, it's truly been a blessing because it's, 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 without that support, it's, no, there's no way it's impossible to be able to do. It's awesome. Yeah. So 
So make, make that a lesson to all the wives out there. Get behind your man. Get behind him. Stand push. by your man. Help right. push. Stand by your man, as they say in the song. Tammy right? Wynette. Tammy Wynette. Is that what that is? So, Barry, what are you finding for a flavor profile here? What's happening with the cigar for you? Um, but even though he's here, tell him. It kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, being back in Miami with a Cuban breakfast. You know, a little tostado cubano, which is Cuban toast, and a little cafe con leche. There's like a milky creaminess to it. Yeah. So it's taking me back to uh, to Miami. That's a good thing. Definitely a good thing. You got any more room in your ass to pull more stuff out? <laughs> I got a big ass. <laughs> Jesus. I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it. I don't good. taste what they taste, but I, I, I know I enjoy the cigar. It's um, not too heavy for me. Son of a bitch. There's creaminess. <laughs> There's a little coffee. You want to lay off the words here? <laughs> There's a little we got, we, I know we're, we're taping it. we oh. got time for some editing, but Chuck poor Chuck's going to work all week if you, if you don't lay off uh, the cuss words. So go easy here, will you? Uh, um, what else can we say? What else can we say besides uh, you're out there hitting the road? You're in top yes. retailers across the country. You're getting love from them. I know other manufacturers are looking at them and saying, what is he doing right? Um do you turn people down if their if their shop is not on your radar? What we do is I, I I stopped opening accounts that I don't get a chance to visit and do and establish a relationship. And Dave and I spoke about this when you guys were in TAA. You said, what are the four things that usually people look for when they're opening up a new cigar, trying to bring in a new cigar? And the number one thing, and it was common across everybody, 50%, 60% of the people said, it's relationships. Um, I'm at 187 accounts to date. Wow. Um, Retailers nationwide are carrying our product in 35 states. So we've been able to get, we've been able to, be, we've been blessed um, by the by the amount of people that have been receptive to our product. Um, for me right now is I'm not so interested on just hitting the road and just visiting everybody. I'm interested in in, in in targeting specific shops that I know I would be able to do great and do things that I that I usually find behind the counter on the shops that we do great is you either have a tobacconist and a customer service person behind the counter. If we find that, if we see that behind the counter, if I see that behind the counter, I know we're going to do it fabulous. Sometimes, you know, there's a great tobacconist, but customer service might not be there, but the customer service might, de- might be there, but the, the, the tobacconist might not, then that's usually a problem for us because you want to you transmit the message to the consumer on a brand new cigar. So if Fratello is in someone's shop, it gets your seal of approval. Absolutely. Oh, well, there's no question. I'm not, I, I don't send samples. I don't do that. I, I, I hit the road. I, I go to the places. I go to. I do an enormous amount of, uh, of, of, of research before I even visit a shop. Um, I, I know if they're a white-label account. I know if they're part of a big group that, uh, of tobacconists that have all gotten together and doing their own cigars. I'm, I know if they're very close to one of my closest retailers and I'm doing an amazing amount of volume on it. So I, these are things that, for me, I don't have all the time in the world when I'm on the road. Sure. So obviously, I work for NASA you know, 45 hours of the entire Dave week. Dave said you knew the shape of the birthmark on his left cheek. <laughs> He was a little creeped out. By Listen, I didn't even know the guy. He finds me in D.C. and I'm about to try to get the cigar in, in New Hampshire. I'm like, get the hell out of here. Who are you? <laughs> it was amazing. Well, as I was saying to the, to the great folks here at Mickey Blake's, and I'm going to say the same thing to you, uh, no luck. It wasn't luck that did it. I mean, you're a hard worker. Is there a hard worker? And that's why it's happening for you. And uh, uh, it's paying off. And I'm glad it's paying off because I know there's a lot of hard workers out there. Sometimes it doesn't pay off for you, but um, you, you're doing it. And I'm, I'm excited for it. And I'm happy for you and uh, continued success for you. We're going to go to break right now. Uh, when we come back, we are going to take a peek into the asylum with some insane news. We've got old Fod Freddy in the aging room. And uh, we got some news from Barry Stein. He's going to tell us what's going on in the world of cigars as we uh, um, 
as we enjoy our time here at Mickey Blake's. Loving and, it. Uh, lo- loving it, basically. We're in uh, Southington, Connecticut at Mickey Blake's, and uh, you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. 
Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today. This is Hank Kellner and my son. That's Peter Kellner and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigars Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live from Mickey Blake's in Southernton, Connecticut. 4,600 square foot cigar, gigantic lounge. If you're ever in the area, you got to make a point to stop by here. It is a great shop. It's impressive. And you never know who's going to walk in. Mike Ditka can walk in. Chris Topper from Topper Cigars just walked in. Walked in, sat down, this got is, up, this walked is, away. You're talking Connecticut. You're looking for Connecticut shade, Connecticut broadleaf. This is where it happens. This is the we, home. Even though we're in the United States, we are in tobacco country. It's yeah, awesome. This is awesome. And they're opening a new store. That's awesome. And uh, maybe we can do the show from there sometime when they when they open up or whatever. But uh, great, great, uh, great store. And uh, they're doing a great job here. Uh, I want to mention this is your last chance, Cigar Authority listeners, your last chance to get in on the blind taste test. Cigars go out this Monday. And the next week, it will be one versus two. We will smoke on the show. Cigar number one versus number cigar number two, and we'll have the Zing event. This is Swords and Cigars will be going on. So we're actually going to give swords to our customers. And our whack job Seabrook employees have a surprise for you if you come to that. I event. understand. So it we're is. gonna we're gonna do it live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire next Saturday. We're gonna give customers swords. <laughs> And you are in, you think there was a show there Sunday? Yeah. You are in for a show it pales Saturday. In comparison. So, uh, yeah, Chuck, you're, you're coming to that, right? I will be there. You'll be there even because the, the Pats, forget it, right? Forget about it. <laughs> forget it. After the way they play all on our, Saturday. All our Miami friends down there are saying, yeah, yeah New England pumped. Patriots, forget about it. You've got to put Garofalo in there. That's what I say. Um, so, uh, yeah, last chance if you want to get those cigars uh, in the blind taste test. It is uh, 14 cigars you'll get total. Uh, it'll be three rounds of cigars for $99. You're going to get nine, eight cigars at the very beginning, and then you'll have a chance to pick who you think was best, one versus two, two versus three, I mean three versus four, five versus six, seven versus eight. It's confusing, isn't it? It is. You have it written down right I there. I know. You could just read that. And then the winners, the winner of one versus two, will become number nine. You won't know which one won. You know which one you picked, but it's going to be what everybody picked. The winner uh, of most of the people that did it uh, will become number nine. Then it'll be nine versus ten. The next round, you'll get those four cigars. Those winners will become 13 and 14. The third round, you'll get it. $99 gets you all three rounds. And shipping, but you have to go to the cigarauthority.com, click the, the button there, send you to the site where you're going to buy the cigars, you're going to pay the $99. Monday, this Monday, we will ship out those cigars to you the first round, one versus eight. Monday is it. That's it. 
If you haven't made that purchase by then and you're hearing the show later on and it's after Monday, I'm sorry it's too late. And five years from now, we may do it again. We did it five years ago. We did it ten years ago. Here it is for this time. What's interesting that happens at this thing is you're smoking cigars without cigar bands. And you're going to truly be tasting cigars and deciding what you think of the cigar, despite what the band says on it. I say it has a lot to do with it. Past history's told us it has a lot to do with it. So we'll see if it has a lot to do with it. And September 15th is the Monday, correct? For those listening. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, live on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be uh, September 15th is your last chance. Um, as soon as UPS picks up, that's going to be the end of that day, and, and that's it. So uh, we're hoping for about 500 people to jump in on this, and we'll see how close we get to it. It is not sold out, so uh, there is time to do that. If you're going to do that, whatever number we, we're, we're at, uh, uh, if we don't hit the 500 is when we stop. So uh, that is it. And uh, it should be interesting. Uh, I tell you, it's a good value. Uh, I know you don't know what the cigars are, and you wonder, is it worth it? Believe me, it's it's going to be way worth it no matter who wins. The first eight should take care of most of that money right off the bat. So uh, it ought to be interesting anyway. Uh, if you're not in on it and you didn't get in on it and you say, well, I'm not going to listen to the show, don't do that either because you're certainly going to learn something because Barry knows none of it. Mr. Jonathan knows some of it because, unfortunately, the purchase orders came through, and yeah. he's like, what the heck is this all about? Uh, I didn't order these. Who do I have to kill? Right. I didn't order these, and uh, Yisha did. I forgot about it. I forgot that he was going to end up seeing that. So, unfortunately, uh, he knows some of those things. He's not going to know what the cigars they are. Uh, they're going to just have a number one or number two on them. That's all he's going to see now. He's got to figure out what he remembered. But he shouldn't. Just forget about it. It doesn't matter. Forget about it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You've got to be a gentleman about it when you do it. You don't pay attention to it. You just... I barely am paying attention right now. Really? Okay, so it's perfect. While you're enjoying life full its fullest, it's important to be a gentleman, to be more debonair. And how to be more debonair is our friend, gentleman, Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices. And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, the random encounter. Whenever you encounter someone you know in the hallway or on the street, etc., you must greet him or her. Never ignore or snob. For mere acquaintances, you could give a smile. For acquaintances you run into several times a day, you could give them a smile to acknowledge them the first time. And then you could give them an eyebrow raise or a controlled wave of the hand or any other appropriate gesture when you meet them again on the same day. Remember, greeting people should never be overdone. It could translate to over-acknowledgement of a person who is just your mere acquaintance. It could also be interpreted as being a politician or for trying too hard to be popular. A couple tips here for you fellas. Do not shake hands of a lady, for this comes across as too stiff and formal nowadays, unless the setting or environment requires you to do so. As for men, always be firm and confident in your grasp on a handshake and always look them in the eyes. 
That's the Debonair way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? Absolutely. I am. Chuck, you are such a ventriloquist. Why, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> How come? That was a taped segment from Chuck Morris who was yeah. sitting right here. Yeah. Well, that was, that was going to be taped for the, uh, for the NA, what is it? The C-A-N-H. C-A-N-H. And uh, I decided from Dave's uh, moment of inspiration, there should be a golf etiquette debonair yeah, yeah, way. Yeah. So we called an audible, and uh, ah. that was in the can, and... Okay, in the can, giggity. <laughs> All right, uh, Barry, you want to tell us your well, one news story? What? It, it's big <laughs> news story. It's a big news story today, which is really Thursday. I know uh, you're listening to the show and it's Saturday, but it's really Thursday. And the news actually broke this morning. What do you got? Yeah, actually. Congratulations, Skippy. Uh, You've got mail. This morning, news was broken that uh, Taranio Cigars was acquired by General Cigars. I knew it. I know. How? I knew how? It. We got I, an they, awful lot of crap. We did. We got a lot of crap for, because we said, listen, General Cigars in acquisition mode, blah, 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 blah. And we heard two other companies that uh, also uh, may be in line also as a rumor. And uh, listen, it's a rumor until it happens, right? Right. And uh, General Cigar just bought Tarano. Along with Tarano, I believe, comes San Lucia which was distributed through them. Right. I reached out to Sam this afternoon, and uh, he doesn't have a comment at this current time, but he expects to have one in the very near future. Okay. Because I know there was a pot ownership or something was going on there, uh, or I had heard anyway That's that the there was rumor. a piece of that. Um, when, when the, you know, I remember when uh, CAO was acquired um, and Taranio was making those cigars, and Taranio didn't go with them. And then went off on their own, and now here we have Tarano making and distributing um, La Chia cigars, and now Tarano goes. If uh, hey, congratulations! If if La Chia goes, he ends because, up being the real winner because this, he's right? brand new. I mean, the guy's one year in the in the business of his own company, and if he ends up going with a, a giant like General Cigar, my God, congratulations! If that happens, I think his options are open, and he, he can do a lot of things. And I, I wish him all the luck in the world. And and uh, there's a young guy with a young family, and uh, well, here, the sky's the limit here. Here's the question I have for you, and I asked you this in the ride down. We, we were talking about it, yeah. and you know. I, because uh, it's ignorance on my behalf, but, uh, you know, how long typically does a buyout, that process, take? Yeah, it's got to take a year. And how new is he? Yeah, he's well, just about a year. So, well, I mean, this had to happen with him really at an infancy stage in his business. The yeah. surprising thing is nobody in the company knew it was coming. They got text messages at 8 o'clock this morning letting them know that it was sold. And there were no, um, there were no, nothing for the employees. All the employees were terminated on the spot. Wow. Wow. Uh. Yeah, it's, it's brutal when this happens. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just a part, nature of the business of what happened. You have a, you have a giant um, foreign company, um, which is General Cigar, Swedish Match. And um, right. they uh, have had a lot of luck with acquisitions. If you think about early acquisitions of General Cigar acquiring Villazon way back, which was Hoy de Monterey and Punch. Huge, smart move for General Cigar, and this was way back in the day when Edgar Cullman owned the company. Also, uh, they purchased La Gloria Cubana way back uh, then, uh, and another huge win for them. Over the years, they've come out with lots and lots of brands themselves. Failure, failure, failure. Their win has been acquisitions of already made brands. 
and they seem to go into this mode from time to time, and you can kind yeah. of see the writing on the wall when it happens. And it happens because of what the dollar is from one country to another. They're, listen, they're buying it at a better price on their dollar and things like that. And you look at things like that, and you see um, that maybe something that was expected doesn't come out or something, and it's because... Uh, I don't know. I just could smell it in the air. It was it was pretty obvious to me that was, something was going on. Uh, you see certain people with other certain people. Uh, yes, it's a rumor because I, I don't know for a fact that it's happened, but I see things and hear things, and uh, I don't want to get anybody in trouble when somebody's speaking out of school or anything like that. But you hear things from certain people, and, uh, you know, so we reported that we heard a rumor that they're in acquisition mode and that um, – Here's a few of the companies that uh, look like it's possibly happening, and people can deny it. People can, you know, even if it doesn't happen to a certain company, maybe uh, the number didn't work out right or it didn't go. But, uh, you know, as they say, everybody's for sale. There's a price for everything. Um, Hey, you know, here goes Taranio. We're talking a lot of years uh, and a brand that has uh, FDA approval automatically because uh, smart if, move. if the FDA ends up saying, okay, it's only old brands or something, they certainly have a lot of them. So uh, I don't like it personally as a uh, cigar store owner, as a consumer of cigars myself. I don't like it. Um, acquisition usually uh, hurts the product. I can't remember of a product that you know gets better. After uh, the big company buys it, you got a boutique cigar that's that's cool and boutique and uh, the, now gets mass produced and mass um, distributed. Um, it also hurts the people that brought it to the game. You know, all the reps that are out there, all the the uh, even other family members, because there's, from what I understand, there's members of Taranio that we had on the show that had no idea of it also. And they didn't find out, so they got that text at 8 in the morning. Wow. In other words, uh, that's it. And uh, we had Jack Taranio on the show. Uh, Who was devastated. I spoke to him today. Yeah. And he, he was devastated that it will be the first time in the history of the company that it will not be owned by a Taranio family member. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. So, uh, hey, money talks, right? Money talks. Money yeah. talks. Yeah. So, we have some uh, other news. Yeah. You know, once again, it's a little bit negative. Uh, but the state of Mississippi, a group of doctors have begun collecting signatures for a measure that would ban smoking in the state. If enough signatures are collected, the proposal will make it onto the ballot this election. That's all right. If, you know what? I'm okay if it's something was to go on the ballot. My big, I don't like it, but the biggest problem is when you got one lady in the Board of Health of, some, of a city yeah, or something laws. that makes the laws. That's not what they were put in for, and it's a legal product, and... Uh, yeah, if the people who live in that state, they want to vote, I guess, which is the how they vote. perfect segue for the next item. Yeah. Um, despite the city council voting against the measure, the governor of Kentucky has used an executive order to pass a smoking ban against the wishes of the people. The new ban will prohibit smoking anywhere in or on state-owned property. And that is a dirtbag move. Right. right there. That yeah. I hate. I hate it all, but I hate that even worse. So, yeah. ah, you know. Force the City, California, is set to pass a new ordinance that will make it illegal to smoke in multi-unit housing. If you own your own condominium or townhouse, you will be required to keep your windows shut <laughs> should you light up indoors. What word again? Where's that again? Force the City, California. No, a place where you can't smoke. Your own condominium or your All own right. just townhouse. Want, just just want to try to get that. Con- <laughs> I was just trying to get that condominium 
said again. <laughs> um, the city of Newburgh is going through with a proposal that will allow the city to reduce the number of tobacco permits due to building regulations and other factors. Those other factors are not disclosed. Uh, we got to have bad news by Barry. Yeah, yeah really. And the last item is the city of Williamstown, Massachusetts, has passed a law which will go into effect on January 5th that will make it illegal to sell flavored tobacco as well as preventing pharmacies in the city limits to sell tobacco products. How about flavored vodka? What do you think of flavored vodka? Yeah, flavored if you, if you smoke about, and drive, you're okay, but if you drink and drive, you kill people. How about flavored coffee with caf- high caffeine in it? How about that? Is that okay? Welcome to Prohibition. How about leave us alone? That's it. For God's sakes, my God. Thank God there's a place here in Connecticut where people can go up till midnight. Smoke if they got them. Smoke them if you got them. And if you don't, they got them here. Absolutely. One item of note with being today being September 11th. Thank you. um, I'd like to dedicate this show to the memory of everybody who lost their lives. Of course. During um, these horrific events that have changed our nation. Yeah. Um, Including one who happened to be a kid I went to high school with. Who died from a jumper landing on top of him? Oh my God. Outside of World Trade Center. So you were living in New York when that happened? Yeah, I actually was driving out of the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel when the plane hit, and I saw the plane hit with my own eyes. Wow. I lived 11 miles to the south of the Trade Center, and in my backyard, documents from the buildings landed in my yard. Wow. Wow-y. 11 miles. 11 miles. So you ended up being on the other side. When, when Thankfully, the, I was with my business partner at the time who was a retired detective, so we were able to do a U-turn and get back out. Really? And we didn't get stuck in the city. Um, there were people stuck in the city for days as yeah. they shut down all the bridges and all the tunnels. Um, wow. Ridlock. Imagine being there, my God. 13 years and, ago. You know, we struggled through a two-hour show, but think about the broadcasters that did three days straight oh, yeah. on no sleep reporting the news because the nation... The nation was in gridlock, really. None of us knew what was going on. We didn't know if it was a terror attack. We didn't know if it was our own guys. We didn't know if it was an accident. And them reporting and dispersing all the rumors and trying to be as factual as possible. And I feel like they, you know, obviously the police department and the fire department and the military, you know, they get the lion's share of the accolades. But hats off to those broadcasters who went three straight days, no sleep, barely eating, just to make sure that we had the news and that living, we needed. Living in New York, we actually lost a lot of the radio stations and TV stations because the television uh, antenna yeah. was on top of the yeah. trade center. Yeah, so yeah. I believe ABC was able to stay on, on the air, but a lot of the other channels stopped broadcasting because there was no antenna. Yeah. So they had to transfer everything over to the Empire State Building before these other stations came back online. No, it must have been the scariest thing. And as you see what's going on in the world today with ISIS and everything that's going on, I mean, it, it, we're far from over. Uh, things might be worse. And uh, our president right now, listen, his, his approval rating is in the, in the very bottom right now. He's not making the right moves, and we seem weak, and we better start doing something about it, uh, you know, and, and stop paying attention so much to our cigars right now because we've got big problems. This ain't one of them. You know, somebody smoking in their own condominium and somebody smoking outside in a golf course or whatever Mm -hmm. isn't the problem. There's big problems out there. Put your attention on the big problems. When you solve that, you can worry about uh, you don't like the smell of somebody's cigar. I I will say this. In like the six weeks after after the, uh, the terrorist attacks, New York City was probably... The friendliest place in the world. I know yeah. it. The, Every, whole, the whole country. Was. Everybody went out of their way to be yeah. nice. Everybody crying dropped to almost non-existent levels. 
Listen, we were in Boston, and we hate New York, and we were all over oh, yeah. however we can help New York in any way. You know, you guys totally don't hate it. I mean, I've seen Derek Jeter get applauded uh, on his retirement tour yeah, through yeah, Boston. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, it's it, it, it's like the fun hate. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Love to hate. Yeah, roasting, right. roasting. R- rivalry. Or not that I, like, not yeah. that I want to poo-poo on uh, all the seriousness, but we need to pay some bills. So okay. uh, it's Let's time to move from that craziness over to my craziness, craziness which is uh, the news asylum. from the asylum. Coming by way of Rudy this time, by the way. Really? Rudy? Rudy. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right, that's Asylum. That's right. And uh, by the way, Tom Lazuga will be in our shop October 4th. Just put that on your calendar. Twin Ponds. We'll have him on the show. We'll we have, will him, on have him on the show. I'm on the show, and you better have a good. Uh, they're all good. Okay. All right. <laughs> Unlike this one you're going to make up right now. Go right. ahead. Twin Ponds is an apartment <laughs> complex in Nashua, New Hampshire, of all places. Really? Where se- for several years, it has been a problem with dog-owning residents who are not cleaning up after their dogs. So manager Debbie Logan is going to use commercially available DNA sampling kits to check the DNA that the dog leaves behind when they go. Again, there's some real problems going on in the world. Go ahead. It's one of the coolest things I've ever done as property manager, said Debbie, who has identified some problem pet owners through the tests. She says that residents have been told they must submit samples from their dogs so DNA profiles can be put on file. Oh, God. One of the coolest thing, if one of the coolest things you have ever done is collecting and analyzing puppy poop, I award you zero points and may God have mercy on your soul. That's insane. That's, That's asylum. asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm. Where Which is a good segue right now for Man's Best Friend event we have coming up. See what I did there? I did. Sunday, October 12th, 10 to 1 o'clock, you go by Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. Bring your dog on a leash. That's your ticket to the party, and you get a free cigar, free hot dogs, free dog treats. And uh, it's all about cool canines, hot dogs, and smoking cigars, B-Y-O-L. Bring your own leash, and uh, you're welcome to do that. And we'll have people that like cigars and like their dogs. I don't really like and, dogs uh, that much, but I'll be there. She's got a crappy job, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. You deserve a bell for that. Yeah, you do. Go. Give him the bell. Crappy job. All right, it's time to step into the aging room with Old Fart Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. This is Old Fart Freddy, and I'm here to talk to you about women's work. Nowadays, women hold sex over the man's head to get whatever work they want done. 
In my day, women did what they were told when they were told to do it, as long as they were already planning on doing it in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, women have no problem taking everything from a little two-seater BMW to a very large dumper when they are bringing the trash to the dump. In my day, women put their load on their man's back, and he took it to the dump. Nowadays, women are very sharing about the time of day, week, and especially the time of month. In my day, when Auntie Flo came to town, your wife left for three to five days. It was fantastic. We had disappearing wives who would rather a load on their man's back than take it in the dumper. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Here it comes. Are better aged... Some are not. Hey, honey, how about a little more of that load on this side? Oh, oh my God, I think I pulled something. Oh, oh God, my friend. apologies to everyone oh. out there. That might be the worst one yet. Barry's, I don't know, our audience is in stitches. Barry's, in stitches. Barry's losing us. <laughs> Barry's losing it here. <laughs> oh, oh, my That may God. be the best one I've ever written right there. That may be the worst one, man. That was brutal. The cigars were great, though. Oh, yeah. So this is the Fratello box press we smoked. One size. That's all they need. It's great just the way it is. It is. It's phenomenal. And then what else do we have? We, we have had, the Lafleur Dominicana the, Mickey Blake Special. Edition Exclusivo. Yeah, Special Exclusivo Edition. Something thingy. like They that. only made like 150 boxes of them. you gotta, you got to come down here to get them. It's the only right. place to get them. Right. And uh, how do you get here? You go to uh, 50 Spring Street in Southern, Southernton, Connecticut. Mickey Blake's. Great cigar shop, and thank you so much, guys, We're for having us here. Right? We're going to hang out. Nice. A little golf. I'm down. Oh, I'm in. Who can drive it the furthest? Okay. Okay. It's on like Donkey Kong. Yes, yeah. Dave is very quiet about this. I'm, I'm certainly, well, I'm not going to arm wrestle him again, that's for sure. Because <laughs> I ripped your arm off. Well, what muscle will you pull this time? God. Yeah. So, anyway, what do we got? Uh, next week, uh, we will be at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire for Swords and Cigars with Zing Cigars. We're going to have the blind testing going on, blind taste testing going on. One it's versus two, baby. One versus two. Join us for it. This is your last chance to buy now. So, Monday, that's it. They go out. My speech impediment is contagious it to is. you. It is. Remember, folks, this show and every show for the Cigar Authority is absolutely free and worth just that. Nothing. For Mr. Jonathan, Barry Stein, Chuck Morrison, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you, everybody, for joining us and listening <laughs> on the Cigar Authority this week and every week on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hey, this uh, show has been dedicated to those folks who uh, unfortunately lost their lives and uh, any of the loved ones that are still with us uh, on 9-11. And uh, when you're smoking your Fratello Boxer, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah, you want to know what Lenny Clark has to say about Two Guys Smoke Shop? Two guys, the Two Guys Smoke Shop guys are the nicest guys. And I'll tell you, sometimes you go into a cigar store, you really don't know what you're looking for. It's very intimidating. And a lot of times, people have a tendency to be arrogant with you, like they know it all. Not the guys. I want the guys up at the Two Guys Smoke Shop. If you're a first-time smoker or you're looking for a great, go in and see them. They'll put you at ease. They'll make you feel at home. They'll get you the best cigar you can can get for the best deal. You can't beat it. And whenever I'm in New Hampshire again, if I'm in high-speed police chase or something, I'll stop in and have a smoke with those two guys. 
Why, thank you, Lenny Clark. 